This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. I, I want to I do a quick exercise with you guys right now in talking about how the Niners can find impact players even later in the draft. So I just picked a random draft, a recent random, some semi-recent random draft. And I went to the third round, which is when the Niners had their first pick. So the following players were, were picked in the third round. And Al, we were kind of talking off air about this, but the mm-hmm. following players uh, at, for, were picked by various teams in the third round in 2016. So this is a random draft, third round. Uh, Kevin Byard, um, Yannick Ngakwe was found in that round. Kenyon Drake was found. Um, you had Austin Hooper. You had uh, Kendall Fuller. You had Javon Hargrave was found in that round. CJ Procise, Jacoby Brissett. Um, you've got a bunch of other guys that were found there. Um, Justin Simmons was found there. So mm-hmm. you can find level talent in the third round it's usually going to come with some red flags so we have to be prepared for that or underperformance in some area like their spark score may be like not like a perfect sort of diagram but you can find really good pieces later on in the draft and i think that when you have coaches like a steve wilkes or a bobby turner or a chris kuserik that can develop those players and that have that ability to get the most out of their players then that's that's a huge benefit to you because you can take a chance on some of those guys in later rounds. And as we've seen with the Niners, you know, with the defensive line rotation they've had and Talano Hofunga in the backfield, defensive backfield, like they get the most out of their draft picks. Um, you look at Eman, he was an undrafted free agent, came in, became a solid starter in this league. You mm-hmm. Aziz Al Shair, the list goes on. So who is going to be the next Niner that comes in that is unheralded from an unheralded college? that becomes the next star. That's my question. It's not about if it's about when, because this team churns out players like crazy like that. And they, they end up cashing out and going to other teams. But the point is, is that they get the ability to cash out because the Niners, this Niners coaching staff develops them. So I think that's the exciting thing for me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting how you, you, you mentioned that it feels like for the first time in, in a few years, uh, we're going into a season feeling like there are some holes on this roster, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, just because the the guys that they've developed that they drafted in the later rounds, like a Fred Warner, like a um, like a George Kittle, right? Uh, they're 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 paid now and and they're expensive, but <clears throat> there are holes, right? And and not only are there holes, but there are holes that are starting to emerge that will be holes in a year or two, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, with players that are aging uh, <clears throat> either out or up. Right. And so <clears throat> when you go into a draft with, you know, with your first pick not coming until 99, it, it's hard to think like, yeah, we're going to get some impact players 
that will fill some of these holes that we currently have or the you know the the thing that this team seems to be doing at least in the past few drafts is pinpointing players that won't be here in a year or two and drafting their replacement and then you know moving them into a starting role they did that with Aaron Banks knowing that they weren't going to pay Lakin Tomlinson and they have done that now with Colton McKivitz, right? Where they knew that they weren't going to be able to afford Mike McGlinchey, but they had a guy there that they could, that they could move in. Uh, also Jalen Moore, um, you know, they've got the, the list goes on, but some of those, some of those holes, right? Some of those positions, a right tackle, uh, a safety, um, I, linebacker. I, I don't really, I don't really think, but edge, right? If you're looking for impact, you're not necessarily the likelihood of finding it at 99 or lower is, is, is low. Right. And so it, it certainly feels like to me with the 11 picks that they have in this draft and a couple of players, and you mentioned one already, Al and, and Elijah Mitchell, that they might be able to move for mm-hmm. some extra draft capital or, or higher draft capital. I, I really think there's going to be a lot of movement from the 49ers in this draft. I think that is the, when we talk about what's the plan, I think that's the plan. I think the plan is they're going to figure out ways to move up. And I think they're going to figure out ways to move up to attack one of three areas. And that's either tackle edge, more likely edge. In in mm-hmm. my opinion, they, they've already shown that they value that more than the tackle position and tight end and, and tight end. Um, and this is a deep draft and tight end. So they might not feel like they have to move up. There's, there's some mid round talent there that, you know, very much could end up being superstar level just with the depth there. But I I think it's edge edge and, or, and, or right tackle. And to me, they can deal from an area of strength in either like an Elijah Mitchell, or we talked about it prior to, to recording. And, and I threw it out there. There's a lot of smoke right now about the 49ers moving Trey Lance. And I've I've talked to people who have connections that say, yeah, they're they're absolutely shopping him right now. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of people that say there's no way, right? They 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 had too many quarterback injuries last year. They're not it it just there's there's a whole lot of smoke. Now, does that smoke in 49er land always equate to fire? No. Right. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of smoke for Mac Jones. Boom. Trey Lance. Right. But, you know, I was I was listening to and I think it was I think it was the athletic football show with Nate Tice and and Robert Mays. Sorry, Robert Mays and Nate Tice. Robert Mays is the host. But, you know, they talked about how even even the scouting in that 2021 draft when they moved up for Trey Lance. It was difficult. Right. We're still on the tail end of covid. Uh, there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of opportunity to meet like face to face with, with prospects. And I think that, I think they, I think they feel like, and they may have been duped by Trey Lance's game film against inferior opponents. And I think they got him in the building and went, wait a second, this is not the guy that we thought it was Zane. You were saying this earlier as well, uh, again, off air, that you know people keep talking about Trey Lance as a dual threat quarterback but he doesn't really look like a, a very athletic or fluid runner he he mm-hmm. he he bulldozed players at North Dakota State but those are 
you know, FCS players, not, not uh, NFL players. And, and, and there's a part of me that thinks maybe again, they feel like, Hey, we, I don't want to say we got duped, but you know, we, we did a poor job in, in, in scouting this guy and they love Brock Purdy. I mean, they love Brock Purdy. It's, it's, it's so evident. And I know that there there's fear there with the elbow and how he will recover. But I, I really, I, to me, it feels like more than a 50% chance that Trey Lance gets traded uh, either by the draft or on draft day. And I think a lot of that is going to depend upon how the draft falls for certain teams. Um, and so that could be another way that they end up with more draft capital, higher draft capital to address some of those holes like tackle or like edge. If Purdy wasn't hurt, I would say this this thing could happen. The fact that he's that, that they don't know, they still don't know, I just think it's irresponsible. I don't care how much mm-hmm. they like Sam Darnold. I'm not saying it won't happen because I think I think it could. But obviously if Purdy was healthy and they signed Darnold, I think the writing's on the wall. Sure. But We'll see. I, I think it is a possibility. I, I think in the end, because of Purdy's injury, I think they'll hold on to him. I mean, that's that's just my gut. I don't have any inside information or anything on that. But it was interesting you said about like just did did they not approach it correctly with him? Did they get duped or whatever? I went back and I looked because I, I've been talking forever that Trey Lance is one of the greenest quarterback prospects we've ever seen. So could they have been duped? Sure, but again, they also put all that investment into a quarterback who had no experience. And I went back and looked, I literally went back and looked at the stat line for every game that he played in every start in college. He had 16 attempts or less. He had 17 starts, 16 attempts or less eight times. Half of his games, he threw 16 times or less. He had games where he threw like eight passes in there, Mm -hmm. 18 to 23 attempts, seven times. So 15 of his 17 starts, he only threw the ball at a max of 23 times. He did not throw the football a lot, and he was throwing it against inferior p- competition. He had two times where he, t- where he threw 30-plus, and one of those times was the one-off start in the COVID year when he just played that one game. He was 15-31 in that game. So it is very interesting. He's only 23. His NFL attempts in his games are 1, 18, 29, 23, 28, and 3. So again, he just doesn't have any reps. But Brian, you might have said this off the air. Or Zane, one of you guys said it off the air. It doesn't seem like they're interested in developing him right now. They're not. They're interested in winning games right now, which makes you kind of feel like it. Well, it's definitely you don't feel like it is Purdy's team. It is Purdy's team, but makes you kind of feel like if Darnold seems more ready, they're going to go with Darnold. So if they feel that way, do they cut him loose? I don't know. Do they try to? make up some draft capital here. If they say, listen, this guy, we know this guy is not the future for, for whatever reason. I don't know how you can tell that given his age and how much experience he has, but maybe he's in, they're in the building with him and they just say, you know what? We screwed up. He's not the guy. We need an edge. We need a right tackle. We want to win. Now we need a really good safety. Maybe they do. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe they do decide it. it it's really interesting because I think you have a guy who could be gone in a few weeks or maybe you could turn it around and be the franchise quarterback. It's literally that two opposite ends of the spectrum. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a fascinating debate to, to me. It's fascinating. It really is. I, I hate that we, it is, it's fascinating, but I, but I hate that we are still talking about them trying to settle the quarterback position in year seven. Mm-hmm. And to me, all that does is it's, it's comical how bad 
Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have been at settling this position up until now. It's show me another team that has taken seven years to settle their quarterback position and the head coach and the GM are still there. I'm not saying that you'd be fired. I'm just saying that like the bad teams do these things, right? Good teams don't do this. So now that they've got hopefully Brock Purdy going forward or Trey Lance or whatever it is, right? Hopefully that solution is on the roster, but I don't want to be doing this every year, right? Where it's like, all right, well, who's going to be the quarterback, whether, whether through attrition or through lack of talent or production or whatever it may be, they have to get this settled in order to win a championship. You cannot win a championship in the NFL unless your quarterback position is settled. And the reason why they haven't won a championship under Kyle is because very largely their quarterback position has not been settled. And whether it's Trey, whether it's Sam Darnold, whether it's Brock Purdy, whether it's Mickey Mouse or whoever it is, Zane Beatles, whether it's, oh boy. 